not somebody I'm sure that you've done a lot of reading about, but Saint Seraphim of Sarov is a Russian saint. He was born in 1754 in Kursk, Russia. When he was a child, he had a very serious illness and he was healed by an image of the Blessed Virgin Mary, Theotokos, which means Mother of God. And the Russian church today travels with that icon from church to church. They are so proud of it, they call it the wonder-working icon. And so they have a great devotion to that image of Our Lady. When he was 19, he became a monk. He was tonsured, which means the hair on his head was cut off. And uh, shortly thereafter, he became a hermit. He was a hermit for 25 years, living in a log cabin behind a monastery in Sarov. One time, uh, it's said that in his life, he spent a thousand days standing on a rock, I should say a thousand nights, standing on a rock in cruciform praying. Now, a thousand nights would be like three years. <laughs> three years standing on a rock praying through the night. So he had a sort of heroic life of penance. And one time he was, some marauders came, thieves came to his little hermitage and they took, he was cutting wood, they took the ax and they beat him to the point where the rest of his life he was hunched over. When the thieves were caught and brought to court, he went to court and when he took the stand, he pleaded for their mercy rather than they would be convicted. He fasted a lot and as he grew in sanctity, many miracles were attributed to his intercession. And he also prophesied to people. So he started having a hundred people a day who would come and knock on his hermitage, asking for prayers for healing or for prophetic words. And I think about that because he wanted to be a hermit. He wanted to be alone with God in a life of prayer. And when he did that in his sanctity, everybody started coming to him. I was actually really impressed with confessions tonight by the number of young people going to confession in this church. I think you have a holy pastor. Father Steve Hoffman's a holy man, prayerful man. And I see some of the fruit of it. Confession straight through 3.30 to 5. Well, what do we do when we're interrupted? When our schedule is not going as we would like it to? That's maybe the small nugget or challenge for the day. What do we do when our day is interrupted by somebody or some event? Today's gospel, Jesus' life was interrupted. He had just done the miracle of the loaves and fishes, and he went on a little getaway back home to Capernaum. And what happened? All those people, they all got in boats, and they all walked around the Lake of Tiberias, and they knocked back right at his door. Hundreds of people. I'm sure he wanted a little time off. You know, sometimes Jesus had to go on a boat to get away, and sometimes he had to go on the mountain to get away. And his day was interrupted. Now, who were the people that were interrupting his day? 
They were the angels who were worshiping him, saintly figures. Was that what they were? Now here's what the people in the gospel were. They were thick-headed people who just quite weren't getting it. How do we know that? Because he says, you didn't come here because of the signs. You came here because your stomach was full of bread, full of food, and you want more of that. Now think about that. You got this food that Jesus miraculously multiplied, and you're not even more taken by the miracle of it than you are by the fact that the bread tasted good and it filled your tummy. That's what they were thinking. And so they went looking for Jesus. Now while they're conversing with him, they have a further audacity. What did they say? Who remembers the gospel? What did they say to him? They said, can you show us a sign? That's what they said. He just did a sign. He just did the multiplication of the loaves and fishes. And now they're looking for another sign. And in Jesus' overflowing charity, he says, my father gives you the true food from heaven. I will give that to you. Now that's the beautiful sacred heart of Jesus. The sacred heart of Jesus didn't in impatience say, you thick-headed people, you came here for food that is perishing. You didn't even recognize the miracle and now you're demanding another sign? Off my lawn. <laughs> Jesus didn't say that. He said, in fact, I give you the food from heaven. And so one thing that I learn in that, meditating on Jesus' sacred heart, which is full of charity for those who don't get it so quick, for us sinners, Jesus had patience for those people. He had love. He allowed his time to be interrupted. I have a seminarian who was an RA this last year at the seminary, RA resident assistant, and he said to me, it was so edifying, he said to me, Father, you know, I'm the RA on the floor of 30 seminarians, and, and my day is sometimes interrupted by them. They come in, they have needs, they want to talk, and I have studies to do. But for the season of Lent, I've decided that when a young seminarian walks into my room, I'm going to turn and look at him in the eyes and give him full attention, rather than keep looking at my books and hoping he'll go away soon. And I thought, that's a very noble aspiration of charity. So today, I invite you to consider this. When was the last time your schedule was interrupted? When was the last time you felt impatient? Things weren't going like you wanted. Let's ask the Sacred Heart of Jesus that we would have his kind of love, his kind of patience, his kind of abandonment to what divine providence would offer. Saint Seraphim of Sarov, 
a great saint who became a hermit. His day was interrupted a hundred times by people knocking at his door, and he loved them with Jesus' love. 